Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of Marketing Home, Marketing You. I'm your host, Barbara Savona of Sprout Marketing, and this week I'm coming to you from a totally different location than I usually record. This is uh, an Airbnb that we're staying at for the last few days. If you guys have been keeping up, we got hit really hard with a snowstorm, an ice storm. It knocked out the electricity and our water's out right now. It's been a little over eight days now. So we finally broke down and said, I need a shower. So we found a great place in town that had those things and we're hanging out here. So today we are talking about how to build a sense of community in a no touch world. And I'm excited to pass the mic. This is a pass the mic episode. You guys are going to be learning from one of the very best on our team. Rebecca Ross is our creative director, and she's just really brilliant when it comes to all things social media and really branding and, and building community. So um, she comes from a family of multifamily professionals. Her dad, Mark Ross, is heavily involved in NAA, and uh, this has been part of her legacy. So I always love when I get to share uh, share her with you guys because she has so much to, to bring to the table. So a couple of the things that you guys are going to hear from her is how has 2020 changed our habits? What does that mean for your prospects and your residents? What are the pillars of building community? Have you heard of a corner of happiness? I love this idea. And also giving people an outlet that they so desperately need. So I'm about to pass the mic. Before I do, I just want you guys to remember that as always, this episode and all the work that we do is sponsored by Sprout Marketing an exclusive marketing agency for multifamily housing. We love the apartment industry. And this is the tool that thousands of managers use to make their marketing easy, simple, and fun and effective. And we have two different memberships, your regular memberships that gives you access to everything, training, graphics, flyers, the works. And then we have a Simply Social membership. So if you want to learn more, go to watchyourbusinesssprout.com. If you're on the website already watching this video, click up to um, learn about our memberships and we'd love to have you inside of our community. All right, without further ado, it's time for me to pass the mic to Rebecca Ross and I know you guys are gonna love it. Let's talk about 2020. 2020 is a wild ride. I feel like 2021 is kind of still feeling like a wild ride. I feel like we're still on this like roller coaster we call the world. So it changed a lot of things from us. I mean, think about it. We're trapped in our houses. You're either by yourself, with your family, with an 11th month year old who's who's going to start walking, and that's a scary thing to think about for me. <laughs> um, your pets, and we've had to kind of look at our whole lives and kind of reevaluate things. I kind of have on here all the different activities we may have picked up along the way, from organization to maybe working out recipes, just like doing anything and everything that we can to pass the time. And, you know, I also think about now I watch TV these days and I actually get like anxiety from watching people like gather in big groups. Like it has changed the way that we think about things and it has changed, you know, the way that we think about our lives. You know, we think about what we want. We want to be entertained. We want to be creative. We want to connect. We want to have comfort. We want to feel safe. We don't want to be stressed out. We want to have some sense of control right um and we want just one thing to go right when everything may feel like it's going wrong and so in some ways 2020 has made us more connected than ever um, we have all these digital platforms out there to connect with others but at the same time we're still feeling very disconnected right 
we're more understanding of people, but at the same time, our standards have are higher than ever. We think everything should be as easy as maybe Amazon makes it feel like it is, right? And so we take that and put it into every aspect of our lives. Um, we're more sensitive, but in other ways, we may have forgotten the impact of some of our actions because we're constantly behind a screen. So I'm gonna share with you a little story. So my husband is very level-headed. Like he, nothing really like shakes him. Um, he's super chill. He's a research attorney. So his whole life is to research stuff. Um, he researches everything from, you know, where we live to like the brand of sugar that we purchase, right? Like sometimes it's a little much, um, to the type of lounge where he per um, purchases. So when he finds something that he loves, you know, that's it. Like he's, researched everything, exhausted all options, like that's it, like that's where his loyalty lies. But it also, he has very high expectations there too. So recently, um, my husband has these sweatpants that he loves and he ordered more because obviously like 2020, we're, are we really you know wearing anything but sweatpants these days? Um, and so he ordered more and he noticed that when the new ones arrived, they were different. And he, to say he was upset was an understatement. I mean, he was pissed because <laughs> um, he loved these sweatpants, like they were perfect. And the new ones were different and they weren't as good in his eyes. Um, and he proceeds to write a multiple paragraph review, breaking down literally like paragraphs, like every little thing that he hated about these new versions of the sweatpants, the zipper, the fabric, the way that they fall, the way that they were cut, like research attorney style, like wrote down literally everything he hated. Um, and it was crazy to me because it's sweatpants. Like, it's not that deep. Like we don't need to be getting that upset, right? Like we're, we're fine. Like it's just pants, like buy another pair of pants. Um, and it was crazy to me too, because it's like, my son has a peanut allergy. He was cool as a cucumber. These sweatpants, like earth shattering, were going crazy. And so you're probably asking right now, like, why am I sharing this tidbit of my life with y'all? <laughs> um, like, why am I embarrassing my husband right now? And really, what I really wanted to show you is that even the best of us right now are cracking um, under all the pressure that we may have. And, you know, we, when I was thinking about this, when he was telling me about it, I was like, I can't imagine, like, what would have happened if this was something that had to do with something that was more important, like our home right? Like, what if it was something like that? Like, what would be the reaction to something like that? And I'm sure you can all relate to this and feel this um, because, you know, whether it is or is not in your control as a manager, as a leasing agent, um, it's still your problem. You still have to deal with stuff like this. And I'm sure tensions are higher than they ever have been. So I wanted to tell you what happened after he wrote this scathing review is the CEO of this company emailed him directly about his review. And he went into a ton of detail, it was like really long, it was very nice. And what, when I read the email that was gotten sent back, I was like, wow, this is a vibe. Like this is the vibe that we all need to take into the new year when it comes to community building. Because he wrote this, you know, I'm sure they get thousands and thousands of reviews, but he took the time to write a really long email back to one person, you know, and 
it was a person to person thing. He, he really met my husband on a personal level and a light bulb went off for me. You know, it was something that's super simple, but maybe something that we forget sometimes, whether we are the customer or we are the person taking care of the customer. It's, there are people that sometimes get hurt from our actions because they're people and we don't know what they're going through. And we just need to make sure that when it comes to building a community, we put people first. It's easy to hide behind a screen and critique and not empathize with another person, but it is much harder to do that when you actually have a personal connection, not to the brand or to the community, but to the people that operate it. And that's what today's webinar is going to be about, is how we can build a community with people and relate to one another in a one-on-one -on -one way when it comes to our marketing, our retention, and our events. So how do we create a sense of community? We remind them that you are a person and that you can be something that they can count on. And just be, you might not be able to do everything for someone, but at least you want them to know that you're going to do what you can do and hope that they trust you in that. Here are the 10 ways to create a sense of community. And we're going to split them up into three categories here. We're going to have a marketing category, a retention category, and an events category. So let's start with marketing. With marketing, the key thing that we want to think of when we're approaching our marketing these days is that we want to show that you, your community, the people that make up your community, your team are a source of support, not just for each other, but for the local community as well. So when it comes to different ideas that you can do here, the first one is drop-off kits. Um, you want to, it's hard these days. There's not a lot of like big gatherings like there used to be like fairs, right? Or like concerts or, you know, town halls, whatever there used to be pre 2020, right? Th those opportunities really aren't there anymore. So we need to make our own opportunities by showing appreciation for the people that make up our community, whether that's small businesses, people on the front lines, um, the businesses in your area, maybe your residence businesses, right? Everyone has something um, that you can take it, you know, that you can use as an opportunity to show your support. So you can go to front lines, places such as grocery stores, delivery drivers, mail carriers, teachers, um, first responders, and drop off little kits for them to just let them know that you're there, that you care. Um, just, you know, staple your business cards to whatever prepackaged goodies that you have and you are good to go. You can also, you know, focus on some pets. You know, the way to a person's heart is truly their pets. And so whether you're going to the dog park to hand out treats, which is a nice outdoor social distancing approved type of thing, or you go to pet related businesses like groomers, see, those are essentials to people that own pets. So, you know, you can reach them in those places of business that they still have to take advantage of. So you can take these little treats there and show again that your community is pet friendly, that you care about the pets in your community, and you want to help support other local businesses that also keep that in mind. And then you can also make it more seasonal. You know, people aren't getting a ton of love right now. And so this is your opportunity to spread the love as best as you can. So whether you're going to banks, insurance companies, um, even just giving these to your residents and saying, give it to a friend, um, 
whatever it is that you can do to get some love, some nice, a little gift in the hands of someone that will make a difference, people will remember that um, and take that with them. Now the next idea is a more digitally focused way to kind of grow your following um, and support the local community. So show support online by tagging local businesses in a variety of different ways. You know, small businesses right now are struggling and they need as much support that, you know, they can get. But also we cannot forget that location is such a big deal when it comes to choosing where you're going to live. So by not only supporting local businesses, but by showing your proximity, you're almost doing two things at once. You're showing people the benefit of living at your community, aka location, but you're also supporting the community around you to help them thrive as well. So you can do a quick roundup where you tag a variety of local businesses and, um, you know, in your Instagram story. And when you do something like this, when you tag people like that, they're more likely to share on their social media page, which then gets your name out there to people that may or may not follow you yet. But if they're interested in that business and your a proximity to that business, they're probably going to be interested in living at your community as well. So it's a good way to find some relevant qualified traffic. You can also do a spotlight, um, whether you're spotlighting the best pizza um, or takeout place in the area. Um, you can just highlight one business a week. Maybe you do it on a Friday. It's like a follow Friday. And then you can encourage people to tag their favorite spots in the area too in the comments. It's a good way to get people involved, but it's also a great way to just highlight a local business. And again, the more love you put out there, the more love that you'll probably get in return when they share this to their story or to their, um, to their different social media channels. And then in terms of supporting locally, another option is obviously a partnership, whether you're doing a giveaway um, for a gift card to a specific restaurant or shop, um, or maybe you're just giving away, maybe you gather a bunch of local goodies and give that away to your following. Um, these are all great ways to show that support to local businesses, to get their name out there and to get your name out there as well. Um, so giveaways are great. And just because, you know, there's only one winner, that doesn't mean that with a giveaway, a good pitch, I would say to maybe a local restaurant is like, all you have to do is give away 20 bucks, but keep in mind, like we're sharing this with 300 people. So like Rebecca could be scrolling and be like, Oh, I didn't win the giveaway, but like Chinese does sound really good right now. I'm going to order it right now. That's a good way to keep their traffic up as well. So it's a good way to pitch, um, to get them to partner with you and maybe give you a little something so that they can gain a bit more. Now, the last idea that we have in marketing, is playing tag. So tapping into that existing resident base, that existing following to get referrals. So whether you're focusing on your amenities, like saying tag a friend who would love this walk-in closet or this, you know, huge kitchen or this bathtub or whatever amenity that you feel like would really gain that traction, you can focus on an amenity. You can focus on the pets like we were talking about before. I mean, who doesn't want their pet best friend living next door so they can play all day long and get that energy out. Um, you can even include something like tag your favorite pet accounts in the comments so we can give them a follow. Again, you're supporting you know, local businesses, local entrepreneurs, but also showing how pet friendly you are and you know, connecting on the same level there as people. 
And then you can also get them to start thinking about how easy it would be if their best friend would live next door. You could do something like a this or that and say, hey, screenshot this, fill it out, and then tag a friend to also fill it out so that you can see like what priorities that y'all have together. Um, you know, in this, in this world, I think the key is, you know, we wanna be a source of support um, to residents and the community and reminding them of all the benefits of living at your community while lifting other people up in the process. So it's all about these people and these marketing ideas show your personality. It shows that you care about other people's happiness and success as well. So that's the difference between just being an apartment or a brand and being a community is that you're kind of all in it together. You're all lifting each other up even when you are marketing your community. So now let's jump into some retention ideas. Um, with retention, the th key theme here is to create a corner of happiness. Let's not forget about what we want. Um, things like being entertained, we wanna connect, we wanna feel safe, we want you know, ease, and we want our community to be a place where people can find a bit of happiness that can carve it out for themselves. And so this is your opportunity to get personal and to remember that these personal connections are is what's going to save you when things go sideways. Remember the story of my husband. It's easy to just hide behind a keyboard and, you know, when something goes wrong to get really upset and, and not realize the effects of your actions. It's much harder that when you know that person to do the same thing. And so you want people to connect with you as people um, to have that sense of community. So let's jump into some of the ideas. The first thing is we need to get to know our residents. How can you create a corner of happiness when you don't know what happiness means to them? And keep in mind that what happiness means to them changes on the regular. It's like one second I love wine, you know, for let's say March through May, and now I'm sick of wine and I want beer. So continuing to pull them is a great idea so that you can gain valuable information in a fun way that's easy. I mean, sometimes it's really nice to just kind of do a poll on your spare time, you know, just to fill out something that's easy that doesn't make you think that much and you can just go with your gut. You can also do something like a circle of your favorites to find out interests. So if that interest is cooking or ice cream or reading or cats or dogs or whatever it is, um, this could be a fun way to see and, and get a vibe for what your residents like. You can also just simply ask them questions. Um, this is a, one of my fun ones that I really like. It's a fun way to kind of see like, what are they eating? And then once they screenshot and post and tag you in it, then you know, hey, everyone's loving bagels. Let's do a bagel event or a bagel to go thing. Or, oh, everyone, you know, has almond milk for breakfast. Like, let's show them how to make almond milk. So it can really lead the way that your content is going. The next idea is again, another one that we're all familiar with, but small gifts is, this is the time to not just spoil your residents like once a month, but just like to consistently spoil them in small ways. You wanna do this regularly because you want it to be accessible. Again, it goes back to our seed planting metaphor. You need to continue to plant those seeds because one seed does not make a garden, one gift does not make a good retention strategy. You need to have multiple touch points to be able to create that sense of community. So doing things like this that are a little bit smaller, 
but a little bit more consistent is a way to kind of build that goodwill and to relate to people on a, that personal level. Plus, you never know when you're going to catch them on a bad day and that gift is going to really make the difference. So you could do something like gift cards, um, like a Starbucks one or, you know, wherever. If it's McDonald's that your residents are loving at the moment, then do a McDonald's gift card. I mean, we don't judge here. Um, so go with the gift cards that you feel like your residents are really going to appreciate. And they don't need to be big. Maybe it's just like 20 bucks. Whoever uses it first to get their coffee, awesome. We hope you have this coffee on us. You could do small treats, whether that's seed packets or candy or coloring or whatever that is. Um, you know, you just want to make someone happy and these small gifts can sometimes do that for you. Um, it's something to remind them that you care. And on that note, another really good idea for this specific idea <laughs> is a thoughtful note. Sometimes a note that's a little bit more personalized can really just take a relationship from you are my property manager to wow, like you're a person who really cares about me. So whether you're doing it in the good times like anniversaries or maybe job promotions or hey, you got a job, we're so excited for you, um, whatever that may be. But then you can also do it in a bad time. If you notice a resident is having a hard time, um, you know, this is a good time to just kind of like write a really nice note you know, send it their way. And I think it would really make the difference. It doesn't cost a ton of money to just write something nice to someone. Um, and you'll see the difference that it makes in terms of having your community just really shine there. And then in terms of curating content, that is our next idea because right now we just need to delight people. You know, we need to, again, carve out that little part of happiness, even if it's online. Um, because, you know, outside the boundaries of a community, things might be a little rough. <laughs> and so you want to make sure that, um, you know, home is always there for them. So don't be afraid to be funny. Um, it's okay to be funny, um, about things that are, you know, crazy that are going on right now. Um, you can poke light on something like this, like ordering takeout, or you can do something that kind of highlights one of your amenities. Maybe you have great package receiving lockers. This is a fun way to like highlight that, but it's still kind of funny. Um, and you can curate content that really helps, you know, light up residents and make them laugh in that little moment. You can also give them ideas. So in the last example, if they're having almond milk, well, tell them how to make almond milk themselves. I mean, we've all got the time, so we might as well make it ourselves. Um, or you could just give them some ideas on what to be doing today, because sometimes we just need that push and that reminder that's like, hey, I don't know what to do today. I've been doing the same thing over and over and over again. I want to do something different. Something like this could be a good way to like get their brain going and just get them doing something different. And then also be inspirational. Um, Lift them up as much as you can, you know, even if they don't necessarily realize that they're being lifted up, maybe they scroll through their phone really fast, something like this, like even when you scroll really fast, you still read it and it feels nice and it's a good way to kind of lift them up and remind them that, again, you're there for them, you're telling them that you're there for them, and maybe the gifts show them that you're there for them. So a couple of different ways to kind of do both at the same time. So now we finally reached the last category, which is events. and. The key to this one is we want to give people an outlet for all the things that they want, right? Because I think right now one of the 
hardest things is that we may hold things in and then all of a sudden we, you know, one tiny thing goes wrong, but we've been holding so much in that like this one tiny thing that really on a day-to-day -day thing doesn't really matter, <laughs> um, lights us up and makes us explode. Um, events and engaging with your residents consistently allows them to have an outlet so that, again, they know you on a personal level. And so if maybe that one thing goes a little sideways, but y'all can solve it, but it's maybe not perfect, this way they know you enough to not, you know, have that fuse go off in your direction, if that makes sense. So let's jump into some fun ideas on how to do this. The first one is a micro event at Sprout. Um, I love these. We, we called them micro events because the idea here was like, you can have an event all day. You don't need to necessarily like, it doesn't need to be this song and dance about an event. Like you can just do little things here and there to have a micro event right on your social media channel or your resident portal. So something like, you know, bingo for movies to just, again, like play bingo with us, see how many of these you've watched and let us know. Like you don't, there doesn't necessarily have to be a prize or anything around it. But again, it gets people thinking about all the good things that are happening at home. And since we don't have a lot of in-person activity right now, um, these are great ways to kind of bring people together under common interests um, so that we're together without really being together. And it's also mindful of the limited energy and brain space you may have as a manager because you can't throw an event every single day, right? So these are easy ways to kind of get that out there. You can do something like trivia. Again, we did a sweet, a sweet treat edition version of it. You can do this for anything, whether it's TV, movies, candy, food, history, whatever it is. Um, and it's just a fun way to kind of get your brain going, get interacting without like a ton of crazy, like you don't have to have a full blown trivia event to make this happen. And then we also like the idea of doing 15 second events. So maybe something like desk stretch, like right now I'm, I'm slouching, <laughs> I'm talking to y'all. Um, so something like this might be really nice to be like, oh yeah, I should stretch right now. Let me do it right now. You don't, you know, we don't need to worry about like, getting them at five o'clock. Like they can just do this in the middle of the day when they're scrolling their feed during lunchtime and get something good for themselves that you've helped provide for them. Now, I'm sure we're all familiar with virtual gatherings. I mean, if you haven't had an awkward family Zoom, are you really, did you even experience 2020? <laughs> um, but what I have learned from these awkward gatherings that we're having virtually is, you know, the key to a good one is that there needs to be some sort of activity and there needs to be a good moderator. If you don't have those, then it's just like, it's chaos. So if you have those two good things, you are all set. And so I think a couple of ideas when it comes to virtual gatherings are you could do something like a workshop. And again, I think when you are getting to know your residents, whether you're pulling them consistently um, or asking them what their interests are, that's a good way to choose what type of workshops you do. So whether it's a sip and script, um, that way, you, you know, you don't really need a ton of materials to do that. Um, but you could also do something like flower, bouquet decorating, or anything like that, um, as long as it works with what your residents are interested in. Another fun one that I noticed a community did a couple weeks ago um, was a folding workshop, which I was like, this is genius. Like, my <laughs> drawers look like a mess. Like, I would totally benefit from some sort of expert folder telling me how to, like, organize my drawers. So again, you can choose things that both are kind of fun to do. It gives us an activity um, and an outlet, but it also like improves our lives <laughs> as well. 
Um, and if you notice that your residents have like a ton of different interests that don't really like there's not one that everyone's rallying behind, then you can do small clubs, um, whether that's like a small business owners club where the business owners in your community can meet and vent and talk to each other and you just help facilitate it or a movie or a book club, cooking club, knitting club. I mean, whatever, a wine club for people who just like want to talk about wine and drink, like that's fine too. So you can be the facilitator of those connections because that's really what we're missing these days is those connections. And so by you kind of putting yourself forward and helping people make those connections with other neighbors, that could be a great way um, to really have that sense of community. And you can even tell them, hey, invite your friends that don't live here. And that's a good way to market your community as well. And then I think one thing we're all missing right now are performances, whether that's comedies, plays, concerts, all that stuff. And I'm gonna embarrass myself here for a second, but I did pay five dollars to watch the ratatouille the tiktok musical if you know you know if you don't i highly recommend you google it um and you know was it the most professional thing i've ever seen on tv absolutely not but did i cry a hundred percent like it was just like a zoom play it was weird but like i enjoyed it so because we're not getting that right now so if there's a way that you can tap into that need that residents want um whether it's getting a local comedian or a musician or I don't know, someone to come do like a self-help talk or parenting workshop, whatever that is. Um, I would tap into those things because we're missing those things right now and you can help deliver that. Um, our second to last idea is games. Um, so I would up the ante with some sort of challenge or game to give us some sort of purpose. So whether that's a plank challenge like this example, it could be a drinking game for The Bachelor, or something like creating a communal playlist together. Again, all of these fun games just give us a purpose. It gives us a way to connect with one another so that we can have something in common. And it also is able to show your personality um, because you and your team can play these games as well. Um, so it's something just fun that y'all can connect with person to person and really have a bonding session between you and your residents and their friends if you wanna invite them to participate. And then our last idea for today is creating some physical resources. So throwing in some extras that make your community a haven. Um, and the key here is we just wanna do things that maybe people are already doing, giving them the outlet that they need to you know, have that creative energy, to feel that purpose, to grow. Um, so one example that I have here is a community garden. Um, so maybe you just do a little garden. It doesn't need to be huge um, and have them, you know, you can separate out different patches and then they can grow their own whatever they want in that garden and you can have some of the materials to help make that happen. It gives them a good activity to do that's a little bit more physical and in person um, that they may never had done before. So you're giving them kind of a renewed purpose to their life. You can do takeout discounts. Um, I know I'm ordering takeout 24-7. It would be great if my apartment had discounts that I could take advantage of. Um, and it's a good way to promote local businesses. And then last but not least, a charity drop-off. So I know for me, I'm cleaning out my closets every 12 seconds because I have to get out all the real clothes so I can make room for more sweatpants. So um, it would be nice to have some sort of drop-off bin that I could drop all these clothes off and someone could go donate them somewhere 
Or if I'm cleaning out my pantry and I still have good things, but I don't want them, I can put them in a drop-off zone and someone can take them to a local food bank. So these are ways that, again, you're helping your residents kind of organize, do things, but it's also just a resource that then they can leave stuff and you can go and take it somewhere and you're still helping the community at large and you're helping your residents. Did you love that as much as I did? I knew you would. Well, you're always in good hands with the Sprout team and we're always trying to bring you the latest and the most useful information. So if you wanna check out the blog, you can go to marketinghomemarketingyou.com and there you'll find all the things that we talked about in a little bit more detail. And as always, I just love that you guys hang with us and I can't wait to see you next week for another episode of Marketing Home, Marketing You.